This time on the popular Parallax. The Emperor has been expecting you. I know, Father. So, you have accepted the truth. I've accepted the truth that you were once Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name no longer has any meaning for me. It is the name of your true self you've only forgotten. Sci-fi does the 80s, or these aliens are literally teddy bears. I'm Jerrica Lala, and with me, the queen of the high-top Reeboks, Bunny Sunnydale. Sup, Bunny? I just got back from a sweet McDonald's dance party with my friend Mac. Wow, that sounds low budget. So we were talking about sci-fi specifically during the 80s had a different spin than almost any other sci-fi. And as each period of history is reflected in in Mm -hmm. really in all art we create, the 80s sci-fi is just overdose. It's out there. It's out there. It's super adorable. Everything is cute, cute, cute. Even when it's kind of gross, it's also kind of cute. Yeah. It's quite kid-centered. Oh, yeah. Kids had all the money. Kids are where the money is. You know, baby boomers are running the show, and they were young. They had their kids, and they wanted those kids to have everything. And they wanted to be the coolest parents in the world. (laughs) And I think that's how a lot of this... When I think about the 80s as just like an entity, I, for some reason, always go back to these glasses I had these they were pretend glass they weren't with a prescription yeah and they were poly pocket glasses oh god that were very ornate super pink like when you went through everything became neon pink <laughs> so I Perfect. wore them not and they had a little stick on each side that you could interchange what doll oh. stuck on the fucking glasses so they were insane <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, you can wear those out. Why wouldn't you? And you blended right in. It was oh, yeah. Like, like now if I was a kid wearing that, I'd be like, that kid's pretty super gay. <laughs> but at the time, totally normal. Because all kids were wearing weird high tops. Oh, everyone was weird, wearing weird yeah, things. Yeah, weird like headbands and yeah. like cuffs that matched. I had like... these punky Brewster shoes and they were like every <laughs> color imaginable. Yeah. And they went with nothing. They just looked like a rainbow vomited all over your feet. Yeah. God damn it. I love I those had shoes. I a headband and on inside were those flat batteries and lights would flash all the way around. <laughs> and then 80s. I would go out, dance to DeBarge, come back. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought to start maybe the biggest sci-fi of the 80s, Return of the Jedi. Ewoks. Even the Star Wars franchise, we had, you know, episode four, episode five, which I still think is the strongest. Yes. I also love Return of the Jedi, but it did swerve into the 80s a little bit with the adorable bears. They're literal teddy bears, Ewoks of Endor. Yeah, they ran around looking yeah. cute. And they got Talking a gibberish. lot of screen time. You, can you can't the whole sell movie. toys if Bingo. you never fucking see them. We had the introduction of the speed bikes through the forest and these adorable little aliens who fight with like rocks and yeah they have slingshots and, and arrows and stuff it's a little like people of the forest kind of weird thing yes and of course the baby one makes friends with leia Yay. they went over with kids like a rainbow of chocolate skittles and ice cream like it yeah. was the greatest thing every kid even kids who hadn't seen the other movies saw this movie oh yeah i mean I love those Ewoks. It was... I have one. Yeah, it was huge. I got yeah, it for oh, Christmas. The toys were out of control. And I mean... And I mean, my poor mom. Oh, my God. So I <laughs> had, you know, because of the cartoon, I want a girl Ewok doll. The girl one. She looked everywhere for this So thing. did every little girl. That was why yeah. we should have had more than one. But there Well, was-, was there even a doll of it? Because my mom said she looked everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, really? Because I don't know that one exists. I told her like I, a I few know, years ago. I mean, there was definitely a Wicket doll. Yeah, that's the one I have. But I'm like, that, I don't want I don't this know. one. I want that white one Probably, with the pink hood. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there was a stuffed one. I don't those. think there was. Probably so not. I'm not surprised she didn't I'm, find it. I'm actually it. <laughs> surprised they didn't do that because they would have sold like hotcakes. Yeah. 
I was just like, oh, this um, one. Blah. But it was ju- it was like purely a toy selling. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, we need aliens here. What can we, what will we sell? It'll be super cute that all children will love. Let's just make them little tiny midgets wearing teddy bear suits. Well, and I mean, it worked. It worked like yeah. nothing had ever worked before. You have Chewbacca. They're just like little midget Chewbacca. Yeah. So, but I mean, they're even not, cuter. They're even cuter. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, it's hard to say, oh, they did this when, like, it's not really coming out of left field like, or anything. Well, no, they're just, all but the they movies are were heavily merchandised. Yeah, but oh, these yeah. just went over like a house on fire. And yeah. it was, it was like chibifying. Yeah. The Wookiee character, right? Yeah. They're like, they're tiny and adorable and super cute. It was so popular that the movie spun off into two Saturday morning cartoon shows that mm-hmm. were run back to back. The droids. Yuck. Yeah, and the Ewoks. Yay! Which I watched religiously. Both. I, I not, was always mad no, when Droid was on. No, you know, Droids. Like, be over. Yeah. Ewoks! I don't know. The Droids are pretty action packed. And the Ewoks were like hippies. They were just yeah, like, they light of fires. Looking, looking at clips, they weren't doing a lot. They, they I were. Mean, they fought. They had made some, some necklaces. They had some like fiery dragons that showed yeah. up for some reason. And but yeah, they did magic. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't really do a lot of. There must have been something going on in those there, episodes, there been. but I, I don't remember. No, but I know I I definitely was on the droid. And I say you were on the Ewok end. Yep. But I did always watch both. It wasn't like, oh, I, I hate this one and I like the other one. Like <laughs> yours. That was me. <laughs> now, one of the reasons I may have enjoyed the droid so much was the <laughs> uber catchy theme song <laughs> that we Could listened be. to. And we were like, is that Ding. Like, it's just like, you know what? Futuristic droids. It, it's far, long, long ago, but it's kind of futuristic. They need some British white reggae in their <laughs> opening. <laughs> I'm it like, went perfectly. Yeah. Is that Perfect. like sending out an SOS? Like, I was like, what is happening? It is. It's one of the police. Stuart Copeland <laughs> wrote and performed <laughs> the intro, which is like getting into trouble. Da, 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 da. Like, it, <laughs> But it sounds exactly like a police song. Guitar solo. Stepping softly in a stage zone. No weapon in my hand. It's just this phrase designed by man. Got me trouble again. Trouble again. 80s, 80s, 80s. It's funny to think about comparing now and then because I just feel like the trouble that is gone to to make kids material is just not like it was. No. They, like, they don't even really have Saturday morning cartoons anymore, no. right? Like, and it's I just like, I hope you have Is part of that the just the kids network. are watching it on some app that has cartoons on I it? Or, or, like, the specialty channels? But, I mean... Yeah, but eh. it used to be every channel, different thing. Like, there were a million cartoons to watch. And yeah. I, I know that's not like that. No. It sucks. And kids get a, like, crap deal. Yeah. The trouble they took to produce some of these movies. And I'm not saying that Return of the Jedi is just a kid's movie. Oh, no, no. But a lot of the ones we're talking about today are very centered at kids, yet, but they have full production value. Like, it's a full-on live-action sci-fi extravaganza and yeah. I, maybe i'm just out of touch as an adult but i'm trying to think of like any movie like that mm-hmm. most sci-fi I'm... movies now are not that kid it's like, like kids could go see some of the stuff but it doesn't it's they're not, not starring kids they're definitely you know? not starring kids and some of them there are parts where you're like oh that's actually pretty violent or yeah that's, you know what i mean but the kids just sort of get through it and yeah it's fine but like you know i was i was kind of surprised like even going to say, I mean, I guess standards really change in the 3,000 years since the 80s, but people taking their kids to things like the Winter Soldier, like, and I, it's not super gross, but it is quite violent. Like, out of all those movies, mm-hmm. the fighting is really intense, and I was like, wow. And I'm not, like, not 12-year-olds, like, 6-year-olds. I, I don't know, like, I just can't imagine doing that as a kid, but I went to Return of the Jedi, and that had the big monster in it but that's a fake puppet. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. The movie, they I guess they figure it's so much money, they just can't be bothered. I guess, yeah. I mean, that. the demographic is very like 
they want, teenage yeah, young they want dudes with money and to be able that's to pay it. for it themselves yeah. and that's it The extraterrestrial. That is one of my favorites. I, I love it so one of every, much. Everybody's favorites. Just because it takes place in the eighties, like it's not just yeah, like an eighties movie. It's not as like hilarious. Like when you watch it, you're like, oh my god! Like it doesn't yeah. have as much of that. We've got a little boy and his very little sister, played by Drew Barrymore, in a she's breakout tiny. role. She's and she's excellent. Yeah, she's great. And the older brother and an alien crash lands. Oh, they they leave him. They're yeah they yeah yeah. Behind. So they're there and they're collecting collecting they're on plants. A scouting yeah, mission. they're botanists and they're collecting plants and vegetation for their studies and they're they're minding their own business. They're picking up plants. They're having fun, and then. You know, somebody saw this giant fucking spaceship land in the woods. So they're like, let's get the fuck out there. So they're out there. The aliens are like, oh, shit. So they pack up. And E.T. has wandered a bit too far away. He's fucking around, looking at stuff. And he doesn't make it back to the ship. And they're just like, for the greater good, bye-bye. We gotta go. They, They take off. So, and then he's left there. And he finds Elliot, and he helps him and I gives him distinctly food and remember shelter. Him leaving a trail of Reese's pieces. Yeah, because he goes out to the shed because he he's like something's out in the shed, and he sees him, and he's like, "There's a fucking alien back there." Yeah. And the mom doesn't believe him, and his older brother thinks he's a fucking idiot, yeah. and everyone makes fun of him, and he's like, "Fuck you guys! I know what <laughs> I, know. I know what's going on." He knows he's out in the woods, so he leaves his little candy fucking gumdrop trail or Reese's yeah. Pieces Reese's back to the pieces, house. Reese's Pieces, that's what it was. Yep, and he gets them. That alien yeah. loves his candy, yeah. so he wanders right up into his bedroom, scarfing down all the candy he can, and then they're best friends, yay! And in another scenario, I think the alien would have been quite scary, and they, it's adorable. Oh, yeah. Just because of the tone of the movie. The yeah. alien's pretty weird. He's smushy and cute. Yeah, he's, like, got, it's a, not... he's got a very gentle face. Yeah, he's got giant yeah. eyeballs, and he's like, look at me, I'm Yeah, the, the neck that was weird that went back oh, yeah? on the back of his head like it was sort of went like that yeah but at least it didn't look like a guy in a fucking suit yeah it didn't look like a guy in a suit and he didn't look like menacing and terrifying i guess it was a, a small person in the wide shots and a puppet like a very intricate I think puppet so, yeah. in, the, in the close shots but it was it was very convincing yeah the government oh yeah the gets wind government. of it the alien gets very, very sick, and the yeah. little boy gets very, very yeah. sick along with him. It's mesmerizing as a film, really. <laughs> and you will cry watching the yeah. film. Like, it's like he's like... Like, still. Like, totally. No. Totally. It's an iconic. Like, the kid's on the bike. Like, it's yep. one of those, like, every moment of the film is kind yeah. of like a thing. Yeah. And I think Spielberg tried to make other sort of duplicates later in the in the decade of the, along this line and he didn't stands totally alone and it was it was this huge very expensive movie and it was absolutely for kids and that's what i'm talking about like i just don't see that now no no a there's movie no that would cost millions of dollars and have beautiful special effects and it's really it's a it's starring kids and for kids just an interesting phenomenon and it really was 80s centered because i'm not sure how much of that you'd find before that either mm-hmm. you find stuff for kids but not this kind of full-blown big huge budget live action film it's this phenomenon of the and i do think it has some kind of connection with the baby boomers those boomers yeah because that's when they were in control was the 80s and that's how a lot of those got fucked up but <laughs> you know it was the it was the age of me and it was and i think their kids were like our kids are the best and our kids are gonna have this and they're gonna you know our kids are the smartest so they're yeah gonna, and there's gonna be movies about kids that are computer geniuses and all yep. that stuff right now on the other side of et was a little thing called gremlins oh gremlins don't get them wet no yeah that doesn't make it like oh, no, none of it makes any sense like it doesn't make sense but you it can't... was huge oh yeah but again they had delightful toys yeah you know but it takes place at christmas probably kid friendly because it was kind of scary yeah and like yeah some like the debate over if that's like 
kids or not, if it's a Christmas movie or not. Like, it's the yeah. same kind of, like, diehards are Christmas movie kind of thing, right? Yeah. But, I mean, like, the scene called a, in it's the a kitchen. It's comedy horror. The uh, yeah, scene they, in the kitchen. They're there. They're eating cookies. They're fucking some shit up because they're troublemaking they're little bastards. They're after midnight, which is the other one. Yeah, rule. so they're the, they're the bad, like the actual gremlins, yeah, not the, the mugwai. The green lizardy devil things. Yeah, the yeah. gremlins. So they're in there, and the mom's like comes in. It's like, oh my God, gremlins. And she fucking butchers them. Like, yeah. Yeah. she chops one into a thousand pieces. She microwaves one of them. She throws another one in a blender and just like pulverizes them and you're like holy shit yeah. that woman's a fucking psycho yeah like what and then the whole thing with like phoebe cates talking about why she hates christmas you're just like where did this come from holy yeah. what the fuck is happening but i mean like holy life. shit those little guys are cute so life it's is terrible everything is bad these aliens yeah. are gross gonna put them in a blender and you're like oh my god like, it's not, it's not you know good. the guy the guy's just like boo why do you hate christmas nobody hates christmas blah 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 and you're- nobody doesn't celebrate christmas because it's the 80s yeah and yeah. she's just like, boom, my dad dressed up as Santa and died in the chimney. That's why I fucking hate Christmas. And he's like, um, never mind. It's the dumbest <laughs> horror movie shit. Like, you're like, of course he did. Of course he did. I wish we had seen that, to be honest. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I mean I didn't see Gremlins till way later oh really oh no my parents would have none of that oh my parents that. were just like what <laughs> like, what the, people are talking about this you gotta see yeah you gotta know what's in the know I'm like I had give the, me my toys I didn't even have the, I think oh some kid maybe my neighbor had the cute puffy okay gremlin toy but I don't think I even had the maybe, yeah we had I'm, we I'm had because I did have a lot of toys I know maybe I had I did, a lot of but, toys I had I had the puffy, like, stuffed gizmo. We yeah. had a plastic, like, hard, gross. Not, yeah, like, yeah. A, like, this toy sucks gizmo. And then we had, like, a bendy, posable gremlin guy. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm feeling like, even though it was sort of gross and sort of bleak, I feel like McDonald's Happy Meals had the little gremlin maybe because i think that's why i feel like i had a little one yeah maybe because and i mean it was in a they had meal. they had tie-ins with fucking everything yeah <laughs> speaking of mcdonald's <laughs> oh god let's talk about a little gem called mac and me gem is an interesting yeah word. gem the kind of gem that you poop out <laughs> and you're like oh i didn't know where that ring went like it is it was indescribably awful yeah it's not great it's just <laughs> it's just someone saw et making a bunch of money right. and said i want money too we could and that this. person was ronald mcdonald yes mcdonald's funded this they produced it i guess because <laughs> the whole movie is a commercial for McDonald's and, and Coke. aliens. They called, love the Coke too. Well, They're Coke always like, like drinking part the Coke. Of McDonald's, yeah. right? The alien is called Mac. This yeah. little alien. Oh my god! The font's like exactly the same as the like Big Mac font. I know, and it, it is. It's like imagine ET, but super tacky and with like a quarter of the budget or less. Like really, yeah. Low I think budget. it's less. Yeah. Because the aliens are horrifying. They're super disgusting. Like, whereas E.T. is kind of like that brown little squishy worm mushroom yeah. well, guy. E.T. looks like it could be alive. Yeah. These do not. They look like. Yeah. And I mean, shit. these are these tall, skinny. Their skin looks like it looks like throw up come to life. <laughs> like, they're so just ugly to and just, look at. Just like you do. You got a little boy. His family moved to California, and then somehow they get caught up with these aliens. Yeah, the little boy, since he can't ride a bike, he probably like leaves Elliot, a trail of fries. They they put him <laughs> in a wheelchair, so it's a little boy in a wheelchair just to make it extra touching. Yep. And the th- shit they put this kid in the wheelchair <laughs> through is beyond. He falls off a cliff in the wheelchair. He like gets. R- he rolls through traffic like there's no there's no making the wheelchair (laughs) there's no making the wheelchair fly because they do not have the money for that but they can push somebody into traffic and throws it off a cliff (laughs) so the alien can like save him from drowning 
It is. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, we need to kill like 10 minutes because we have no script. Let's just hire like about a dozen black kids and just have them have a breakdance party outside McDonald's because that's all they do, right? Yeah. That's all black kids do these well, days. It, oh. They're wearing their high tops and they're just like, Wilch. And it's it was dance it party. was a birthday party. I don't know. For a kid inside. This was just outside. <laughs> like it's like kind of. They were part of the party. But they were teenagers. And the I know. Party well, was even in the kid. back of the in the back, yeah, there was like a little kid's birthday party. <laughs> but in the back of the McDonald's, there's like these giant football players, and you're like, oh, who shit. the fuck are these guys? Because <laughs> then the government shows and, up again, of course, and the football guys are like, no, we're the bouncers at this little girl's birthday party at a McDonald's. <laughs> at a McDonald's. And the the older brother's girlfriend works at McDonald's, course, so she's yep. always wearing she's the wearing, shirt. Yeah. The the uniform the, the whole time but my favorite part is when the government gets there because just like et they're after him but et wasn't hiding it at mcdonald's <laughs> um, oh and this alien this mac yeah it's this little thing that's about a meter tall or less yeah and it's hiding in like an unstuffed teddy bear like it's yeah. a fucking it's, horror movie yeah it's like silence of the lambs <laughs> but like Kids, toys, and, then, and aliens. And then they run outside because they're running away from the government guys. And they're like, <laughs> out of the way. And they keep running. And the kids outside dance after them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, this worked in Thriller. It's fun. And you're like, no, this isn't Thriller. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gonna hear the rhythm of the night. <laughs> like, what is happening so anyway, there's that. By the way, the entire movie of Mac and Me is on YouTube, so go crazy. <laughs> oh my God. That's an hour and 40 minutes you're never getting back again. Yeah. And we can't, in a good conscience, recommend <laughs> it. But it's it's so amusing. Oh, God. I think you have to see E.T. to appreciate just exactly how terrible yeah. it is. Because it is a direct, it's a direct ripoff. It's a, such rip a rip off. Yeah. And I find yeah. the 80s was big for that. Like you would find something that worked yeah. and then two or three other things that were just would, like, let's try would, to get some of that yeah. money. Yeah. Well, we have the, our next example, short circuit. <laughs> Robots starring in movies. There's another thing you know. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's fucking Prometheus. That's yeah. not really a thing you see. And Short Circuit was about this charming robot called Number Five. Yep. That Steve Gutenberg built. <laughs> there's there's somebody I haven't seen in a minute. Yeah. He he didn't survive the 80s. <laughs> like he. I was. Buddy and I were watching it. I was like, is, is Steve Gutenberg still alive? See? I think. And we were like, I, I think he is. I don't know. I was just like, what? Because he was, he was in like Three Men and a Baby. Oh, he was, he was in, everywhere. He was in all these comedies. And they were usually like goofy comedies. But he was probably making a lot of money. Yeah. And then he was gone. Yep. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> he was gone. I have, we have to look up Steve. See, hey, Steve, yeah. if you're listening, because he might be. <laughs> But anyway, it's Steve Gutenberg and who else? Ali Sheedy. She was Speaking like, oh, the 80s. shit, I have to do something besides the Breakfast Club. How about this robot script? <laughs> this looks pretty good. There's, again, it's the fucking government, the military, yeah. and they're making these robots for, you know, war purposes because America. Yeah. So and anyways, this is a big unwieldy robot. Like yeah, he runs he's on these like big clunky fucking um, like a tank thing. Yeah, that he runs. He's on, got these like and it's like treads. Eight feet tall. He's giant and he's got little like camera eyeballs and you know they try he, to make the face cute because yeah. it always has to be cute. Yeah, but it's it's huge. He's huge and very awkward, but like still it's all wires and metal, so it's big and bulky, but it also looks like you break it with just like anything oh yeah well it looks his arms look like a metal ikea lamp you just yeah. go Psh, and it would yeah. be broken it's like oh that's that yeah oh except it's like was he 11 million dollars worth of fucking hardware we're and talking about 11 million dollars steve <laughs> gutenberg <laughs> it's probably more oh than steve God. made to make this movie <laughs> But any so, and the, the robot so yeah, says so things the robots, like thumbs up, like yeah, the robot he's, is so he's fucking just like pukes out any sort of like <laughs> 80s, 80s crap. Catchphrase. And I mean, 
So what happens Have is he's fun. out there and he gets like struck by lightning, right? Yeah. So of course he comes to life because <laughs> that that's doesn't just break him. Happens. He just wakes up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now he's like I data. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how how you coded that fucking guy, but if one <laughs> shot gives him fucking like consciousness, Frankenstein like, or something, fucked up. <laughs> so he comes to life and is just like, wait a minute. This sucks. He takes off. And then, of course, he meets fucking Ali Sheedy. He takes off in a truck. But yeah, it's like, how does he push the pedals? <laughs> like, how does he push the He's made out of, he's like, his, his legs has are no like tank feet. wheels. Yeah. But he's, the, the whole, like, gag of the movie yeah. is his metal arm coming out and adjusting the mirror. Yeah. High five. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> so, yeah. So then it's it's everyone's trying to get him. But yeah. then Ali Sheedy's trying to save him. And then Fisher Stevens shows up. And he's, like, East Indian for no reason in this of thing. Of course, well, and- it's the 80s. Oh my god! Very diverse with our casting choices. So then they show up. They find him, and Ali Sheedy's like, "No, man, dude's alive. That robot's alive." And they're like, "No, he's fucking not." I believe she says, "Number five is alive." That's everyone says says that. They say like eighteen thousand times. And then, I don't know, the robot says some funny things and does a dance. And Gutenberg's (laughs) like, damn, she's right. Somehow he's come to life. And then there's a big zany adventure. And that's that. The and 80s. there was a sequel. And it concludes with a freeze frame, probably. <laughs> probably of him doing a high five. Yeah. There was a sequel. This is, yes. and it was ridiculous. And yes. it was a huge hit. That, sh- that People shows the, fucking the mindset of society. They were like, yes, I am buying what you are selling with yeah. this movie. Because, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say I was entertained by this movie. But I was a child. I was a child. Yeah. I was we were child, children. We had a total pass. They were like, oh, that's adorable. I'm like, yeah. it's not. It's not good. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine that going over at all nowadays, if it, right? If it like, was made now, it would be some kind of, like, twisted humor. Oh, if it well, would be made now, it would be fucking Chappie. Yeah. Chappie. Chappie is what you get now. Chappie was like, yeah, but I... I haven't seen... Did you see that? No, because I know that they're going to fucking kill Chappie <laughs> and I'm going to be sad and I didn't want to watch well, it. it's too bad because, I mean, they got those those weird European rappers are in it sort of playing yeah. themselves. And then Hugh Jackman, of course, because Hugh, Hugh's saying what time. Like, I'm going to yeah. do it, whatever it is. But I did read that it is not great. I heard it's not good and I just know there's no way that... The thing lives. It's gonna. It's well, gonna it's get interesting chewed it's, up. It's produced by the same people who did District Nine. Yeah, they don't think people are great. So no. I mean, if you've got aliens versus robots, the al- the people are the worst. You've yeah. got robots versus people. The people are the worst. Yeah, you're gonna kill well, a I robot. Think Hugh Jackman so like, plays pass. like a douchebag. Yeah, like, he's a douchebag. Oh, like, oh, go. beard so bad. <laughs> that works with him. <laughs> But that's the closest thing I can think of. And that didn't go over. No. Like, it did, was not But, I mean, hit. he, like, Chappie was cute Yes. He, yes. But he, was, but he was also enormous. It did remind me of number five. I know. But, I mean, it was not fun. It's not a zany adventure. It's No, it was supposed to be. A, look at how terrible people are. It was supposed are. to be some kind of parable. Yeah. And all, yeah, for sure. It wasn't something Boo. to just take your four-year-old kid to. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> We can do a marathon of that and then fucking watership down and just fuck mm, them right up. Dead people. <laughs> yeah, so the short circuit, short circuit two, which I'm totally blank on. And I saw that too. Yeah, that was that was just bullshit. Let's get more money. Yeah. And just crap. I don't even think Goomberg was in Before that. Before we put this robot was... into the dumpster, let's make another movie. <laughs> but coming along with short circuit was Steven Spielberg's batteries not included. Tiny spaceships. And they had big the eyeball movie. things. Yeah. And they would float they were just around and cute, adorable, tiny spaceships that come to like Brooklyn. Yeah. And meet some real, real Brooklyn type people <laughs> that aren't they're not fancy movie star types. <laughs> nope. And it's just supposed to be this heartwarming bullshit. Like it's barely even sci-fi. It's just Yeah, it's this, just like like family a, movie with some space little tiny yeah. spaceships that look like friggin' necklaces. Yeah, and I remember, like, even as a kid, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. 
This is boring. It's, it's shocking that it's Spielberg. Boring. It is. Yeah. Wait, I feel like it's, it's like, like oh. wow, that's a miss. Hey, kids, you thought E.T. was good. Wait till you see these tiny spaceships that have no personality and can't yeah. do anything. You're yeah. like, what? But that was, it felt like, yeah, it was one of those like, oh, here comes another one. Like it was yeah. all these like metal friends. Yeah. It was just, you had things like Ewoks and and Wookiees and fuzzy mugwise. And you're yeah. like, yeah. And then they were like, oh, well, if those are too cutesy poo for you, here are robots. Still cute. Still adorable. Still adorable. Yeah, and still could be made into like Christmas decks and toys. But yeah, but still yeah. very toy friendly. Yeah. And they did sell toys for batteries not included. I remember yeah. seeing them at well, people's. They, I had like a hoop bot. I had all sorts of oh, like really? little robot I things. I, I fucking stuff. had so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of shit for an only child. Well, but not, I had more because everything. like there are three of us, yeah. right? So we all wanted shit. Yeah. So the house was just full, full of, of shit. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new toy box for mm. all my stuff. <laughs> well, and some of the furriness definitely spilled over into TV. By the mid 80s, we had a primetime sitcom starring a puppet named Alf. Yes. Elf. It's mind blowing that it that's is, just like yep, I that's can't my prime even time. Think about that 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 happening now. It would never no happen because it was like a kid show on at night. He'd have to be solving crimes. Yeah, he'd be on like like <laughs> police <elf>. procedural yeah. <laughs> NYPD Elf. <laughs> that would actually be an excellent show. No shit. It was on two it was on eighty six to ninety. Oh my god. Four seasons of a puppet. It was like, it was a, for, if anybody doesn't know, it was like a, a regular sitcom, like 80s sitcom with a house, husband and wife, a teenage girl and a little boy. Yep. And a frigging like ripoff Muppet. And it was just this like thing. Like wise wise. His <laughs> Always name, trying to eat the cat. They called him Alf, but his name was Gordon Shumway. <laughs> like his real name on his planet melmac yeah was his melmac. planet the planet melmac he loved he they ate cats yep so the fucking puppet was always putting its mouth on the cat <laughs> when the people weren't around i have to say it had funny moments Yo, yeah elf had a deep man's voice and was a real bastard <laughs> kind of an asshole <laughs> and they did do stuff like we watched a clip where he lit a gas stove after the gas had been running for a while and it explodes and the whole puppet's body like flies across the living room and we laughed we straight up laughed still yep it still but still works yeah yeah of a sitcom starring a muppet and the humans are like the co-stars for this muppet that's a good uh, brush your ego as the actor on the show shit yeah but i mean I had a fucking toy of that thing. Yeah, I had the elf toy as yep. well. Like, elf was big. Well, that's why it was on crazy. for four years. Like, yeah. He had, like, he would talk and he would say all his dumb, like, no like, problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, it was just. Yeah. When you and watch it now, you're like, this happened. Yeah. This happened. Yeah. And I mean, even talking about like Muppets, like when the Muppet show that like was on, yeah. that's prime time. I mean, they tried to do that recently. That fucking tanked it. Yep. Didn't go down. It was fight like. Yeah. Well, they hit the wrong tone with it. They admit. Yeah. That time. was not great. Because the old Muppet show, adults did enjoy watching the old Muppet show. Mm-hmm. And it had adult type humor worked in. Yeah. And I found that this time around, I went to watch it and I hated it. I know. I hated it too. It was kind of, I don't want to see. It was mean. Yeah. I don't want to see the Muppets being assholes to each other. I don't mind if a human comes in and acts like an asshole, but you don't want to see them being like really, it was, it did have a mean edge to it and it was not. No. I think with Henson gone, it's just not the same. And I know he's been gone a very long time. It still hurts though. It does. Well, it hurts when they try to do stuff like that and you see what an influence he had on the tone. Because it's just like, guys, you're so off on this. Yeah. It's so off. It's not a little off. Yeah. And I also feel like the Muppets are sort of whorish now. They just show up anyway. Oh, Toyota commercial? What time? Yeah. Oh, you want Big Bird in a Toyota commercial? You want Piggy on MasterChef? I saw that the other night. 
Oh! They're just doing whatever because there's no there's no one in the middle who's like this is not a product that I'm just gonna give to everybody. Oh, it's Disney sad. now. Oh, right? God. Disney owns the Muppets. They own and I mean everything. I know the Henson son is in there, but I just feel like he doesn't have as much control as maybe people think he does. I think Disney mm. has the control. Says a tangent. Yeah, but yeah. So you have a primetime show with a stupid Muppet, and um, it was again. It was a, a case. I think little people got quite a lot of work in the 80s. No more kidding. More than now, because they always needed a cute huh, suit. Willow. To put, there you go. Um, but how many suits were there for them to get into? And be like, be a little <laughs> cute alien. And they were like, ugh. But they did it, because it's got money. And so I think it was a little person in the wide shots, which was not often on mm-hmm. Alf, but sometimes you saw him walking around. No, he was usually, always behind a couch. Usually he was at, at a table, table or behind a couch. <laughs> I remember in the first few episodes, there was way more of him walking around. Oh, and yeah. they were, I think they were probably like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's way too much trouble. <laughs> when Kevin Flynn, a computer genius, unlocks the dimension beneath the screen, he becomes a prisoner in a world of his own making. The world of Tron. <laughs> here let's get classy that's a change that is a huge (laughs) change it's not gonna last but another huge fad of the 80s was computers because we were just starting into all this computer technology nobody really as our very first episode we talked about the internet in the 90s yes in the 80s there wasn't even internet yet but these computers were freaking people out yeah computers arcade games how does it work and what what world is beyond this this computer machine and now Mm -hmm. we know there's no world but we got a movie in 1982, so early, called Tron. Love Tron. Jeff Bridges, I love it. It's not easy to watch. Like, it's not yes, an easy it, story bit, to absorb, oh. but it is one of my favorites. Oh, for sure, yeah. And I saw that as a very young child, and it blew my mind. No shit, like, it's it was fucking just, crazy. And it's, I don't know now, if people saw it and they don't know, but like it, it may look a little cheesy, because it is very old computer graphics and stuff but nothing like this had ever been seen yeah putting people into a computer grid like that like the look of it yeah having the the neon yeah they they wrote they rode these the light cycles the light cycle and their suits would glow neon yeah and the cycles would lead these trails they were all kind of like black and white gray Ish. And it the was, only real color was the computery that's right. stuff. Well, it was like, um, it was almost like a photo negative. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole movie. And at the beginning, Jeff Bridges is like, hey, man, I want to break into the system, man. It's going to be easy. <laughs> like, he's still the dude, even though it's 100 years ago. And he does. He runs a video arcade called Flynn's. Yeah, because he writes the, the games. Yeah. And then they, Paranoid you know, aliens. Yeah, they steal a bunch of his games. And he's like, the fuck they do? These yeah. are my games. Yeah. I'll get them, man. And then the fucking computer's like, no, you don't. Into this system. Into the system. And uh, yeah, it took me several watches to understand the story and what was happening. Because what is, what's tricky about the way they shot it was it's hard to tell one person from another. Yeah, because of I that found color. as a kid. Because everything's in black and white and sort of like a negative. It's exactly like a negative. So you start going, wait, is that Jeff Bridges or mm-hmm. Tron? Like I got a little mixed up. And mm-hmm. you do sometimes have to give it a second watch to get back and forth of a scene. Okay. Because everything's going fast as well, right? They're on these yeah, light cycles. Least, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? You could tell the women from the men. That was about it. Yeah. The, but the women are wearing the suits and stuff, Yeah, too. they look the same. Yeah. And I mean, everyone has those helmets. It's not like you, they, they have yeah, hair or they anything. they have no defining features. No. Except right, if you're right in their face. So if it's a longer shot and they're like, you do this and you do that. I'm like, what the hell Who's happening? doing what now? Yeah. I like the little bit that he had floating around. Yeah. You can just be like, it got a lot of attention. A lot. Well, I mean, it was fucking craziness. Yeah. Like, everything about it, the music was innovative and not like friggin' Michael York's paradise (laughs) where it's like, bleep, bloop, 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 (laughs) bloop. It was this like subtle, like. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was so cool. It was the coolest thing ever. Where's shit like that now? 
Tron Legacy. <laughs> I Bunny's I getting it. angry. <laughs> Bunny did not enjoy the Tron Legacy. I didn't mind it, but Ugh. it's not. It definitely is flawed. But I think I was so happy to get into that world again. Yeah. And it was an enhanced Tron world. Like, it was more. Yeah. But they didn't wreck it by making it, like, we're going to revolutionize the whole thing and make it unrecognizable. Like, yeah, you're like, that's... no, that's the grid. That's the light cycle. Mm-hmm. But it was just a little better. And you could see people better. And you could, because they yeah. could do it better. But the story's dumb as fuck. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Yeah. like I wish that the boy playing the kid was a little stronger. He was pretty. Yeah, he boring. seemed kind. Of, yeah, he, he was kind of meh. perfect for it. Like he did look like Jeff Bridges' kid, no question. Mm-hmm. But he was a little flat. Yeah, I found. And I mean, I would rather somebody stronger, and then well, ignore I, the fact that he doesn't look like Jeff Bridges. Exactly. Well, and the problem is too, like in that kind of movie, it's so easy to get swallowed. Because all you're looking at is the special effects. Yeah. The actor has to really work to get your attention. No kidding. And he and just, I mean, yeah. What I liked about it, too, is I thought Jeff Bridges was going to be like a cameo. And he's in it a lot. And that was fun for me, too. Yeah, I was glad about that. Yeah, everybody was. <laughs> they were like, this kid is a snooze. Yeah. But then when the dad comes into the picture, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And the soundtrack to that. Oh, was that's great. Off the chain. Like it was <laughs> it was the original Tron soundtrack with Daft Punk reworking it. Fantastic. Oh. Yeah, as soon as the as soon as the credits started and it's like nah, 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 I was I was just like, oh. I saw it in IMAX and all the lasers were coming right at me. <laughs> I freaked out. But not as strong as the, the first one. No. Interesting that they did even did it after all that time. Yeah. And I believe that Tron Legacy spun off into a cartoon series. I kind of do remember not watching that. (laughs) I did. I gave it a look and it was kind of fun. But that whole idea isn't as cool when it's all a cartoon because in a cartoon you can do every anything and yeah. everything and the whole point of it is like oh my god this is happening to real people yeah so that was the flaw for me but yeah. it was a cute idea it wasn't they as just good wanted as like more a, money it wasn't as good as like when the matrix did their stuff after yeah that was pretty cool yeah that was cool but yeah but yeah tron tron really stands out to me in the 80s too because it really is different and people didn't try to copy it. No. Like, there's no, like, less good Tron. No. They were just like, no, that's just a thing. Good luck, all you bitches, trying to do that. Yeah, no just, shit. Pro- they pro- it probably took years to... Yeah, and I mean, that's Disney money. That's right. And nobody else really has Disney yeah. money. So they're just like, you can have, okay, there you go. We're the Disney innovators or what? <laughs> they're what, Imagineers? The Imagineers. <laughs> that is an Imagineeratorium. No is kidding. What that is like, my God. I'd like, I'd like to see Disney World set up a Tron experience. Well, like they should they should have done that when they should have done re- it in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's when they should have done it. That would have been super cool. And back... Now, just a couple of kids' movies. We have 1985's The Explorers. Oh, yes. That one's great. Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix. And another guy. And some guy we don't care about. <laughs> as really young kids. Yeah, like they're like... 10. Yeah. Yeah, so Ethan Hawke has, like, a dream about some computery crap. Thankfully, he knows some computer genius that just lives down the street. River Phoenix plays the nerdy genius. Yep. And Ethan Hawke plays like the cool kid. And I swear to God, Ethan Hawke looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. Exactly the same. And actually, River Phoenix, like you know him right away as well. Yeah. His little weird little profile, the sticking up nose. You yep. see that. And you also see River Phoenix is already a better actor than Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan puts it in. He's okay. But River's just like, I'm in total control of this scene. And the yeah. other kids are like, yes, sir. So, yeah. So they build this thing and then it creates this little bubble. Right. An airtight Airtight bubble. bubble. So then they're like, holy crap. We can fly around in this thing. First, we... they say we can look in the girls' locker room with this. Well, the, the 80s. Thing, yeah. yes. Stupid yeah, little, little boys. Porky's <laughs> touch in there. So then they pull down like a fucking tilt-a-whirl and all this shit, and they build this dumb little spaceship thing to go inside this bubble. And then they just, you know, just head up to space one day. 
meet some aliens. This is the great thing about the 80s too. Like <laughs> I personally know that I could have been outside for like seven hours before my parents were like, where's, where's Jerrica? Maybe <laughs> yeah. just, and then they just call. Yeah. And I'd, Everyone's but, just hollering out I the door. That, maybe that's part of it. Like now, maybe nobody would believe that kids would be on their own long enough to, to get pull something, something like, like this off, off yeah. done. Because their parents would be checking on them every 20 minutes oh, to shit. see that they were okay. Well, fuck. They wouldn't even check on them. They'd be like, oh, it's time to go to soccer. Or it's time to go yeah. to dance. Or <laughs> yeah. have you practiced your fucking piano or whatever? Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, but I wanted to go outside and I want to go outside all and day play on and my not, own. Yeah. And they're like, no, fuck you, Will. Have you seen this game? I'm going to come in one time. You're going to make me a fucking grilled cheese. And I'm going to be right back out the door yeah. again. It's summertime. I, if you need me, I'll be a mile away. Yeah. And your parents are like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah. That's like Maybe that point. is it. That is part of it. Because I was like, that is a huge culture shift. Because I'm just like, yeah, because these guys were outside. Nobody cares what they're doing. Yeah. Nobody's like, are you kids okay? They might do that once a day just yeah. to make sure they're alive. Well, even when they were down in the basement hammering on shit. <laughs> and they, the one guy's like, keep it down. You don't want someone to like fucking ask what we're doing. But I mean, they were making a hell of a racket. But then they're like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe this might get someone's attention. Maybe. Mom's drunk. She yeah. doesn't mind. She can't hear whatever's happening on her soap opera. <laughs> yeah, her stories. Her precious stories. But yeah, I mean, those kids, like, and I mean, when, they, when they're stealing shit from the junkyard, they're tilt-a-whirling crap yeah. for their thing. Like, it's the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> They're just like, just I've got a bicycle. Yeah. I've got a ticket to ride. Yeah. I'm going wherever the fuck yeah, I want. They're much more independent yeah. spirits, which will help you in the real world in the future. Just mm -hmm. a thought. Just a thought. Yep. <laughs> and um, the next year following the Explorers, we had Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. One of my personal favorites. It's because good. Not only do we have a spaceship, a little kid. Sarah Jessica Parker is like a preteen. <laughs> we have time travel. So it's got yes. all of that in there. And it's a it's from a kid's point of view, it's pretty scary as time travel. Mm -hmm. this, this little boy who's maybe 11 or 12 mm -hmm. has a regular like California. I think they live in Miami or I'm not sure. I feel like it wasn't California. I feel like it was Florida. Yeah, because yeah. they're near the Nassau. That's yeah, why. Yeah. But they have a dog that has Frisbee contests and they set up <laughs> this whole thing. And then late at night when they're going back, once again, little brother takes off. Little brother's a pain in the ass. And yep. he takes off into the woods. Yeah, just off into the woods. And the, the older brother's following him and falls down a little gully. And he doesn't get hurt or anything, but I think he sort of bumps his head and mm -hmm. he passes out. He wakes up, like, at night. And he f you, think, you think he's just been out for, like, a second. Yeah. He gets back to his house and the parents don't live there. It's strangers. They end up calling the police because it's this lost child. He doesn't seem to have any idea. He thinks he's supposed to live there. Yeah. And they do some checks and finally the, pa the family comes in to pick him up and they are 14 years older. Oh. So the little brother is now a big brother. Now the little brother is like 18. What they a think piss that off. yeah it is it's the, <laughs> the way they do it and it is filmed for kids and it was scary to me watching as a kid because it's so disorientating mm -hmm. that he's gone from like seven nineteen seventy three to 1986 or whatever yeah it was, just right just like boom like one second and it turns out he's been picked up by this this spaceship and they Pee Wee take Herman him. yeah yeah the ship <laughs> is voiced by Pee Wee Herman which is another we talk about a fad yeah oh my wow God. the 80s wow yeah and it's he, full of cute little alien critters that's not and they you know what they were smart about with that is the alien critters didn't show up till about halfway through mm -hmm. so they didn't dominate the entire movie yeah. because the he gets taken to NASA because they're like what the hell because they know when he went missing he was exactly this age mm -hmm. so he has an age today they take him over there and they have the ship under um like a cloak and yeah it's great for 80s the effects are unbelievable they really stand up and it's just yeah. this floating ship it's never touches the ground it looks like almost like a seashell they have a and thing it's like silver it. and shiny and it's sort shit. of the, it's calling to him like the kid keeps getting attracted to this thing yeah, yeah. and finally sneaks out he gets in and they take off so he causes Fuck a, hell you, of, a hell of a ruckus oh yeah he does um, but it does turn out positively in the end, even it's though it's the 80s. Yeah, it's the 80s. Hooray! 
But his sort of nurse that brings him food and stuff on a tray while mm-hmm. he's at NASA is Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> and she is like 15. Legit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's an interesting little piece of trivia here. Now, I believe this is a Disney film as well. Yeah, and they were talking about rebooting it. Really? And people weren't happy. I just don't know that you need to reboot it. You don't need to reboot anything. Make something new. I could see re-releasing it for sure because it really stands up. Like it doesn't, it's not mired in its time period whatsoever. And the ship still looks great. Yep. The st- when it opens and the stairs, the CGI still looks super real. Like, they spent money on this. Disney money. Um, but I think there's no point to reboot it because it, w- yeah, it would like- just be... And again, it's like, once again, nowadays, I don't know if I'd believe that the little kid and his brother would just be skipping around through the forest in the middle of... Yeah, right? (laughs) It's very of its time. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't... They'd have to think of a really good twist to justify rebooting it. They can't just make the same movie. They just make the same movie, but it's crappy. Yeah, well, but it's already done so perfectly. Yeah, but that's exactly what they do. They just take good things and fuck it up and say, we're going to make some money on this. And you're like, no, you're not. It does surprise me, though, of all the reboots, because I didn't think this one was popular enough to really go in for a big reboot, because it was sort of, it was one of Disney's sort of mid-level like it wasn't yeah. a massive hit. It was popular. Yeah, and I mean, like people who know it and like it really like it. Yeah, and then other people are just like, "What's that?" Exactly. Yeah. Like so, a lot of people didn't see it. Yeah. So I mean, to say, let's do this and take the few people who do know what it is and, and just annoy them, piss them off. They won't do a good job. You know. I mean, maybe they will, but. Yeah. Well, you have to, I, I just feel like you have to think of something really different yeah. to do to make it, make it of this time Yep, and make it so I want to see something other than just a shit, like, I yeah. don't know. You have, you have to do something with it. Yeah. That was a bit ago. So maybe they, maybe they, they decided against it. Well, they're still talking about um, another Labyrinth movie. Oh my god! I just no. saw, now I I saw a new thing because they're saying no no we're not gonna remake it it's like a, a a movie in the same world and I'm just like yeah but why crap yeah <laughs> garbage garbage Labyrinth, like who is I, that for well if they try to make it for kids they're fucked like we've talked about before yeah kids don't know what it is yeah and I think people our age like it better be fucking good or nobody's yeah like thing- if I had kids and they were like hey hey. Hey, remember that thing that you loved as a kid? Now your kid can love this. And I'm like, my kid's not going to love that. That's a piece of shit, yeah. is what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just like, what are you throwing money at these? Come up with another I idea. Know, for fuck's sakes. My God. And I feel like they get amnesia, too, because, you know, Labyrinth was not a hit. Yeah, right? Labyrinth was a box office floppo, and it got popular once it was released. That's <laughs> when it started picking up steam. And now it's a cult, literal cult classic. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that there's a big enough audience to make you like a billion dollars when this yeah. labyrinth, not labyrinth thing gets remade. And who's going to be in charge of this thing? No Again, shit. with Henson gone, I get very nervous when they talk about stuff like mm-hmm. this because it was his complete brainchild. I mean, we saw that in the theater. Like my whole family went, including my fucking old man dad. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Watching Bowie gay it up all over the My place. dad's just like, I hate this. <laughs> I think it was it was like summer. So it was one of those like I think it was summer and we went probably went for like air conditioning. Yeah. And the air conditioning it did come out in the, in summer. the theater yeah. was broken. So it was oh, hot as fuck. Shit. And yeah. then there's just a bunch of puppets running around and fucking <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly, Connelly being like I don't want to be babysitter. I hate you, mom. Yeah. And my dad's like fucking kill me. <laughs> Uh, oh. <laughs> oh dad <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Poor pastor. yeah that is oh god he sacrificed a lot oh god he had to watch harry and the hendersons he has he probably, see so i can see your dad shit. liking harry and the hendersons <laughs> yeah, <no shit. laughs> 
Speaking of puppets, fuck. Like, the 80s just would not stop. And it's not exactly sci-fi, but they would not stop with the puppets. No. And people who you think would never do these kinds of movies, there they are. Yep. John Lithgow? What are you doing in Harry and the Hendersons? It was the 80s. And- fucking car. <laughs> people are like, oh, this seems like a reasonable script. I'm totally going to do this. Oh, I'm playing second to a huge puppet? No probs. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm trying, now I'm trying to think of movies without puppets. <laughs> it's everywhere. Everywhere. You know what the world needs? More puppets. Puppets and push. robots. Yeah. Like metal puppets. Ooh. That's what the robots are to me. <laughs> like Johnny Five. I'm just like, it's a metal puppet. Like, it's like a guy like pushing a lampshade in and out of a car over and over. High five. Like, ooh. <laughs> oh, Johnny so, Five. <laughs> We loved it when it was They here. had a dance party in that, too, in her, like, trailer or something. Of course, it, 80s loved dance sequences. Like, if there wasn't puppets, there would at least be a dance sequence. Yes. And if you could get your puppet dancing, then holy shit, it's a home run. Yeah. A lot of interesting choices were made. I'm glad that I was there for it, but I'm kind of glad it's over. I'm glad I was a kid for it. I'm, yeah, because I you, take no responsibility yeah, for you don't anything. Have to apologize I apologize. Yeah, for your taste level. Yep. Like I, because I was an only child, I had very 80s centric clothing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe more than other kids that had to share clothes and stuff. Oh, okay. And I wish I had some of that shit now. <laughs> it was it was epic. Like, I I'm had- talking. Think of like an eight-year-old girl wearing a fucking blazer with like pads in it. <laughs> that's what, that's pads. the shit I'm talking about. Right yeah, there. I had the blazers. I had these these and this mix and match outfit that would be like they were like fuchsia and purple leggings that yeah. came with like three different tops leggings that had, had to be the, at least two different colors. Yeah, and then they came with fucking sashes that you'd tie around yes. your waist, and it would just be. This fucking shitty belt fabric. And you're like, yeah, I'm looking fucking hot. Yeah. Check out my leg warmers and shit. And you're like, yeah. what the you're hell like are a, you like doing? like a seven-year-old. But it, <laughs> I, I had yellow stirrup jeans. Oh. Like stretch jeans yep. that were stirruped. And then I had this enormous fucking blazer <laughs> in the shoulder. The blazer had a white background with black polka dots and enormous yellow tulips. Oh, my God. I put that shit on, and I was like, oh, hey, DeBarge, do you need an extra drummer? (laughs) (laughs) I had really short hair that spiked, so the headband was mandatory. Yeah. And I believe I also had one of those flat black boy George hats. Oh, Yeah. You can't I had it. no. I had a lot of <laughs> crimped side ponytails. Oh yeah, and feathered bangs. Yeah, this like, goes together. Green, pink, purple. A lot of pink, yeah. purple, and like turquoise. Blue. Yeah, that teal. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it was just like I picked up my fashion tips from Jem. <laughs> was she a cartoon? Yes. Was she fashionable? Yes. All depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> So, <laughs> thank you for taking a stroll with us down memory lane with the sci-fi of the 80s. Very, very specific style and point in time with yes. sci-fi. Everything, just robots and puppets and everything. Can I make a toy of it? Yes, green light. And it worked out for them. It, I it am quite out. pleased with the decisions that were made. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Except for Mac and me. Yeah. I wish I didn't see that, and now I have to watch something else. It's really disturbing. <laughs> we can watch E.T. Yeah, watch E.T. to just get that taste out. I'll get some Reese's Pieces. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us. Oh, this is the finale to our Series 1. This is show number 12. Yep, our 12th so part. Series 1. We will be going on a hiatus, but we will have some bonus material we will be releasing bonus. to you. We will be back slightly different, but always on point. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you again before you know it. Have an excellent rest of your summer. Bye. Bye.
Cadets. Thanks again for joining Jerrica Lala and myself, Bunny Sunnydale. Hope you had fun as we journeyed down memory lane to a magical time known as the 80s. Please share your favorite 80s treasures with us. We'd love to hear from you. Next month, we will be on hiatus. But don't worry, we'll be releasing some bonus material during September to tide you over until Season 2. Also, I will be embarking on a mythical quest, but Jerrica will stay and carry on the noble, popular parallax tradition in my absence. Stay tuned, and you never know, Bunny just may pop back up as a guest. Winky face. Original music and popular parallax theme by Ken Chamberlain. Thanks again, and stay tuned for the second season of The Popular Parallax. Remember, be bold and have fun. <laughs>